Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is... Suckers! The Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast. The most dramatic podcast ever. With iHeartRadio. Everybody, welcome to Suckers. Uh, and a very special episode because it's also an almost famous episode, but an even more special episode because we have the one and only Chris Harrison joining us. What suckers? It's well, let's think about obviously you got lollipops or suckers. Some people call them suckers. Okay. But suckers is our podcast with Kaylin and Jared Haben, who I'm sure obviously you know well. Uh, we named it that because we're suckers for life and we, we, well, we just couldn't really think of a better name. So we went with suckers. <laughs> I do have a question about suckers. Yeah. Cause, because today I saw the, the promo picture. Yeah. Uh, are you happy that I'm blonde or mad that you're blonde in the promo picture that will now live probably for the next 10 years? Yeah. Uh, it's mixed emotions. I don't like the way I look, but it's funny and I just smile every time do I see it. you still have blonde hair? Cause you have a hat on right I now. I do. Yeah. And I'm, you'll see me with a hat on the entire oh, time we're of, here. Well, it's kind of growing out though, so kind you kind of you almost have like a little leopard print thing going. Yeah, there. no, it's not good. And can, it, what's it like when you're so handsome that you can just do anything and not care? Like a normal person can't do that. I'll tell you what, because you'll look like a buffoon. If it was, but if you do it, you're like, I, I don't care. I'm so effing handsome. It doesn't matter. You're too sweet, Chris. If you asked me that question ten years ago, I'd have an honest answer for you. But I've I've since gone well past that. I've gained a lot of weight. You no, know, you're married. You don't. Have, yeah, exactly. You got, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually got to say though, it's my first time seeing Chris probably in four, three or four years. You lit, You it's look twenty years younger than the last time I saw you. It's because I'm married. I'm <laughs> yeah. married to a younger woman. I had to really get a lot of work done. Less you look, stress. You look a so lot less stress. Yeah, I lost. Uh, I lost. I lost about a thousand people in my life. It was kind of Chris looks, a lot less stress. Chris looks so young. They were trying to flag me down in the airport, and I just walked by them because I didn't even recognize. So them. we we uh, we flew in from Austin. They flew in from their home, and so we had this layover in Phoenix. And so I'm walking through the airport, and I go, "Oh, there's Dean," and I go, "He's walking at me with shades on." And I'm like, "Dean, Dean." Dean blows right by me. I just walked around. I was like, and Lauren goes, does, does he hate you? <laughs> like, maybe he's mad at me. Is and this going to be the and, best and weekend said, ever? I go, honestly, I don't know. Maybe, no. maybe, maybe he I does. didn't recognize you. I was like, who's that handsome 30-year-old over there trying to flag me down? I don't understand. <laughs> and then we went through the, you know, the what you do in an airport when people are yelling your name and you just kind of like, you ignore it at first and you hope it's going to, you know, go yeah. away and. Well, and also Zima's blonde. I don't think I've ever seen her blonde. Yeah. So I don't think I've seen her blonde. Wearing a hat and glasses. When, when Luckily, Kaylin was sweet to us, and so we talked to Kaylin. Oh. <laughs> well, she texted me while I was in the bathroom. She's like, hey, Chris and Lauren are here. Be nice to them. You be have nice. to be. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being such a Hi, dick. guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's the first time I've seen them since they, they got married, um, which is we both kind of got married close to the same time. Yeah, I would think so. You guys got probably a few months before us. Yeah. yeah. October and November, because we had two weddings. Yeah. Um, and then when, what month? Oh, we were September. So I guess we okay, were just so before, you were you right before us. Oh, interesting. Um, and so when, when was the wedding day? September 23rd. It looked amazing. <laughs> was, it, it was, looked, was that a test that Kaylin made yes, you ask? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Check. 
Got it. Um, and no, it looked incredible. It looked like an and same to yours. I mean, it's you know, and same to yours. Look at us. We're all married. I, I mean, I'm deep into this thing now. Yeah. Who, who, who would have thunk it that first of all, all three of us would be married. Second yeah. of all, that you would be married the longest. Yeah, How long have weird? you had just been married? Over two years and three months now. I mean, we're in it. How's, like, that, how's that going? It is incredible. Is it? It is like the best thing ever. I have, I was actually talking to Jason Tardik, who's also here on this trip. And, and we're going to be sitting down with him yes. a later date to kind of dig in. But he and I flew in on the same flight and I was telling him just about life. And I said, hey, here's what I know, because whatever you're going through right now, I've yeah. been in that. He's on the beaches of Normandy right now. He is. He's <laughs> taking incoming fire. It's like the world is coming at him. Like he's drinking out of a fire hydrant. It's he, a lot. It's a lot. And yeah. it's going to be an interesting conversation with him. But yeah. I told him because I remember when I was in that season, I was like, you know what? I don't know if marriage is actually going to be that great. Like I really started to get in my mind, like it, every yeah. relationship I've had has like hurt me deeply, um, <laughs> terribly. We, we need to dig into that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like being married to Jessica is like, it yeah. takes stress out of my life. You call like, her Jess or Jessica? Both. Yeah. Okay. Just depending on where we're at and what we're doing. I do that way. I guess with Lauren. Yeah. LZ, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's the best. Like she is a great partner. I uh, my life is a lot better. I'm very happy. Um, I've, I've, but she's really incredible. Like she's very sweet. You know, her and Kaylin are good friends. Her and Lauren are good friends. Like they're just they want to make our lives better, right. which is really wild to have that in somebody. Do y'all spend a lot of time apart? A ton of time apart. I right do. Now. Yeah. Is ton that, of time. Is that just work and just your lives are going different directions? Yeah. I mean, she's she has, I think, probably the most successful esthetician clinic in Denver. Like she is oh, wow. very busy. And so she's down there Monday or Tuesday through Friday, sometimes Saturday and Sundays. I travel probably once a week to do something for Generous or something for iHeart or something. In, and it's actually great. Yeah. Uh, because she grew up in a household her, where her dad traveled two or three days a week. And then when they, he came home, everybody was super excited to see him. Yeah. And so when we get together, we're like both very excited, but we never get sick of each other. It's, it's like when we're in bed watching a movie together, it's like our vacation. Cause you're, you're like that too. Right. Well, okay. I mean, cause you're, you're off going. Yeah. I was actually listening. Kilimanjaro or. I don't know, living in a tree. Yeah, but Ben's got his successful uh, nonprofit. Jess has her successful esthetician clinic. Caitlin and I are both unemployed, so we spend a lot of time <laughs> together. Oh, you do now? <laughs> yeah. One of the things, honestly, one of the things I really appreciated about Caitlin, I can't remember where I ran into her and we had this conversation. God, what was it? But anyway, it, what I loved is she was talking about you in such a glowing way and how she really seems to, and correct me if I'm wrong, this might be a total lie, but she really seems to appreciate who you are. And I could see someone marrying you for the excitement of it, but then wanting to change you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you want to know what our last big fight was about? Changing you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has been getting very mad at me because I tend to pick my nose in public. <laughs> like I'm talking mad, like I, I, real mad I'm going to take Kaylin's side <laughs> yeah. on this. I don't see yeah. the problem here. Like I think she's a good partner. I know I should back up my bro here, but I'm going to no. back up Kaylin. So when you say she's not trying to change me, oh, she's trying to change me. <laughs> so that's a big deal. The, yeah. the nose picking. Well, I'll tell you what. Like, is this a hill you're going to die on? If like, you have a booger in your nose and you can't get it through the traditional means of a tissue uh, clean or whatever right. you need to pick it what if, if i'm you, out in public i'm not going to wait until i'm in private to pick it mm, disagree oh i don't want to look underneath your car seat oh no i, I actually, had a buddy who's a nose picker in the car oh, and God. underneath his car seat is pretty car gross seat, yeah so oh when she brings this up to you yeah. because this is like this is a very <laughs> good thing you. for her to bring up for yeah. you uh to you were you embarrassed initially, like defensive, like, no, no, like, or were no. you just like, I, I want to keep doing this because I enjoy it. Thousand percent. The latter of that. I say, Hey, I'm picking my nose. Like, I'm sorry. It's just a fact of being with me. Like you have to accept it. And it's funny. Like I said, we actually had a legitimate argument about me picking my nose okay, in public. That's amazing though, that you actually stood up for yourself. Like, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Damn it, woman. No, this gonna, is me. Yeah, this is me. I'm going to pick my nose. Like, you married me for yeah. me and this is part of it's me. Not it's not like exactly you're, how you're, I say it. Yes. You know, you're chewing loudly or like, I don't love that you eat corn nuts in bed or something. I don't know. But it's like, I'm going to pick my nose. Yeah. Well, it's funny, actually, I think I can share this without getting in too much trouble. She goes to therapy often, which I think is great for everyone. 
Uh, and she said, she told me the story that she brought it up with her therapist, the whole nose picking fight. And her therapist goes, I think that you're, you, you just are a little envious of his carefree lifestyle. Is it, it, me paraphrasing what the therapist oh, the said? the nose there. picking represents a lifestyle. Okay. I get this. Yeah, it's something yeah, yeah. bigger. So it's, she's not mad about the nose picking. She, she's mad about. She wants, she, well, and she is, and she'll be the first to admit this. She's a little like, not high strung, but she's a pageant girl, you know? So they've got to have their, all their crap together. I'm the opposite of that. I live in, I've lived in a van for a bunch yeah. of years. So, uh, that's what the therapist said there. She was like, well, not that, that you're like envious of the carefree lifestyle that he has, but like, that's just like the disconnect there. Can I, guess. I can I follow up with a question? Yeah. Is this about nose picking? Or yeah. Can we move on? No, a little okay. bit, a little bit here. Okay. <laughs> it's like an elementary And I want to ask Chris's yeah. advice too here. I'm out, yeah. Um, <laughs> Why? in Cause marriage, I a, cause I have a big nose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get it. In marriage. Yeah. Like, it is beautiful. It is great. But one of the things that Jess and I take very, uh, we make very important in our life is to stay attracted to each other. Like either that be working out, going on dates, dressing up for each other, you yeah. know, like if one of us is using the restroom, like play a little music so the other person can't hear you mm. or whatever. Like there's things that we've tried to do just to keep a little bit of the mystery alive, mystery alive mm -hmm. and the, the intimacy going. I would say from Caitlin's perspective, if Jessica was picking her nose in public all the time, I think for me, it wouldn't be that I care that much that you're doing it other than the fact that it might gross me out just enough where I'm like, I don't know if I want to have sex with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that, I mean, like, so is that where a little bit of where this is coming from? You think? Well, of all the things I'm doing, picking my nose is like the, <laughs> not the least unattractive or okay. not the most unattractive, I guess. Like I said, I've, uh, age 10 years and three. So I'm, I'm seven years ahead of the curve on that. I've gained 20 pounds, lost all muscle tone. So yeah, I guess I'm just kind of leaning heavy into the, I'm going to be unattractive from this point forward, you know, <laughs> I but I do agree with what you're saying. I, and, it, and one of my resolutions is to get in the gym more and get back to like being comfortable with myself again. Like when I was on the bachelorette, the first time, when I first met Chris, yeah. I was like in the best shape of my life. I was thin. I kind of had some abs. Those labs are so long gone. And I do think that Abs I need to are get overrated, by the way. <laughs> Let me just jump in. I've never had them. Yeah. <laughs> but you at least have something under there. You right. know, I don't, I, I don't think I have much of anything. So I do agree. I do need to get back into the lab and start making her more attractive to me in certain ways. Maybe. Yeah. Keep well, dating. Keep dating. I mean, I think it is very important to your point, Ben. I always want to date Lauren, but I'm always, I actually truly always want to, like, I think it's important to, but I actually really do want to. It's fun. And, and she's the first person I've loved enough in my life where I want to do that. I, I am, I agree. Keep, keep the mystery alive. Keep it, you know, look, I, I know some of the bloom is off the rose. You're married. We've been living together, built a life together. It's not all, you know, fantasy suites, but I think it's important. I really do. I think that life is important. How do you keep it? How do you keep that going though? Is my question. Cause like we still go on date nights and stuff, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's funny too, because it's such a tale of two sides. Like Caitlin gets hotter every single day and I get uglier every single day. So she is stunning. It does. The scales are definitely yeah. uneven. Now. They've always been uneven, <laughs> but they're even more lopsided than they've no, ever I been. I think it always takes effort. And it's, it's funny, even the little things about dating, continuing to date, you can fall into the trap of the mundane and repetitive of, we always kind of do the same thing on date night now. And now date night's not even special. So it's always kind of just mixing it up of doing stuff that's different, leaving little notes, little just things that are out of the ordinary different. The problem with I have with Lauren is she is really tough. Like she, if she doesn't like something, she comes from a family of lawyers. She will just tell you. Like if I, I bought her this watch one time, this really was hard for me to take. It was a very beautiful watch. It was very expensive. And it was early on. And I, I gave it to her and she's like, why would you get me a watch? Oh, no. Have you ever seen me wear a watch? And well, I said, no, you don't have one. I said, no, <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. I said, you've, I've never seen you with a watch. And I thought, how great. There's this beautiful watch. Yeah. She's like, you know, and I'm like, I mean, I was crestfallen, <laughs> oh, no. man. I was heartbroken. I've never had anybody like reject, I, you know, just fake it. Yeah. Right. But she won't. She's like, why would I fake it? I said, well, I but guess, what's worse, that or her receiving it and then just never wearing it for the next however long? You know, I don't right. be more. No, I agree. That. No, I, I'm I'm happy now. I understand. I'm like, I would rather just go get something with you. Yeah. Like when we picked out her ring, I'm like, I'm just going to go with you and let's build the ring you want. I'm like, and that's what I did for our engagement because I learned my lesson. Is I bought her just a very simple solitaire, and then I said, this is just the centerpiece. You go build the ring around it, yeah. and that's what we did. 
True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. We are up here in. Uh, have, we, have we told people where we are? Carmel. We're in, uh, we do this trip every year. We've done it for the past few years, at least. Yeah. So w- one of the benefits of having a podcast with iHeart are these trips that we get to do together. And over the years, we've invited all these people who are coming through Bachelor Nation, and you know, maybe in the headlines or just like the most uh, current lead. People we just really want to hang out with. But now it's turned into people that not only are recent, but like that we just really want to hang out with. Yeah. And we catch up on their lives. We get to spend some time together. Uh, it really becomes a celebration. We get to do some fun stuff. We're here this week because the AT&T Pro-Am is going on at Pebble. Uh, and it's a really fun week. It's a very active city. It's a cool city. And so, uh, yeah, we'll put out some good content for all of our shows. We'll be... Uh, catching up with a lot of people, but really, this is just people we want to hang out with now. Like, yeah. let's find an excuse to hang out again. Like, I, it's been fun texting with you guys as we've yeah. been leading up to this. And again, he texted me last night. He's like, "Okay, I'm gonna admit, I'm excited." Yeah. Uh, so, Guinea's here, Firestone's here, uh, the three of us, Wells Adams, of course, his brother Brett. I, I just don't know. He's he's like a. 
penny and just rub me. He just, just keeps everywhere. Showing. Yeah, just keeps showing up. Yeah, he's everywhere. I'm excited you're here with the group because I feel like you're always up here this time of year, but we haven't had the chance to all spend time together. Yeah, I've been, I guess, I well, I used to play in the AT&T. <laughs> it's changed. So this year it's weird because it's this, not to get into golf, but it's an elevated event. So they it's like half the field and half the celebs uh-huh. and all that. So, uh, but the cool thing is there's some absolute studs up here. So it'll mm-hmm. be fun. It'll be, I'd, it'll be a great time. And I know I've never been able to just to hang with you guys. Yeah. And we're here at the La Petite yeah, Pali. Yeah. I don't it's hard to right. find on a map, but it's a great hotel. Very cute hotel. Yeah. There's yeah, two of them. Hotel. There's two of them. Yeah. But yeah. I mistakenly brought us to the ocean one and we're at the, uh, the eighth Avenue one. But yeah. I love this town. I, this is one it's, of my favorite places in the world. Just this part of Carmel, Monterey, the peninsula out here. It is. Is gorgeous. it tough with you traveling to places like this? Cause when I, for, for from experience, when I go, like when Kaylin and I came here for the first time, yeah, we're walking around and she's like, I want to live here more than anything in the entire world because it's so beautiful and so great. Yeah. And I was like, Kaylin, look at that house. It looks like crap. It's $7 million. You know? 17. Yeah. I bet. But even yeah. like the, the bad yeah. ones are $7 million. No, it's insane here. I've, I've looked at prices here. Jess has never it. been here. She's coming for the oh, first no time. Way. Yeah, this will be her first trip. And she's a huge reader. Uh, and she loves like little bookstores and cafes yeah. and good dinners. And so I was like, if you do any trip with me this year, this is a trip I really want you to come on because I think you're going to love it. Here. Well, this is how great this place is. Lauren comes with me when I play golf <laughs> yeah, up here yeah, in Pebble because yeah, yeah. she loves it. I mean, we, we usually stay at the lodge over there at Spanish or wherever. And it's like you walk on Pebble Beach. It's just this town is great to get lost in. Yeah. Little little tasting rooms, just stop and get some oysters and some chowder and it's cool. It's everything's kind of cozy here. Even the airport's got the good chowder. The airport, yeah. So yeah, LZ, it's really weird. She told the story. She's a big chowder person. And she will eat. She will eat the weirdest stuff, no matter where it is. And her some of her favorite chowder is at the Monterey Airport. No way. And but what, what's your take on? She took it on the plane. <laughs> yeah, that's not a big deal. That's a bad deal. Yeah, clams. Uh, on my a plane. co-host Ashley just brought a tuna sandwich on the plane last week, and I gave her a really hard time. It's a bad move. She's not here, right? Ashley no, didn't come. No, she's not here because she announced she's oh, pregnant. Oh, wow, I'm pregnant and yeah. have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have a rundown of who's here this week, and so oh, I want to make sure to give everybody. Uh, so you guys fill me in because I I, and I I don't mean to be a well yeah I kind of do but I don't I probably won't know some of these people you'll have to fill me in sure yeah so I uh, ask anybody you don't know okay. and, and Dean and I will give you the rundown okay, that'll be fun so uh, outside of us so Kaylin's here Wells is here Sarah is coming love. up uh, Wells's wife love her the uh, most I was just with him last week Sarah got us an incredible tour of Disney that was mm. wild that was weird we need to talk about that yeah uh, Bob Guinea and his wife Canyon. Uh, obviously Phenomenal. Lauren Zima is here. She's uh, pretty hot. So now we're getting into the people that you might have questions about. Okay. okay? Kathy Schwartz, you know, who Kathy Schwartz is, I don't know. Kathy Some Schwartz model? was a recent, uh, maybe at one point in her life, okay. she's in her seventies. Oh, um, she okay. was on the golden uh, bachelor. Oh, okay. Uh, Susan Knowles, who was on the golden bachelor. Also a model. Um, yeah. I mean, probably a model. She was the one that officiated the wedding. The I believe wedding. she's a brain surgeon. Is she really? I think, I think so. she's an efficient. Okay. That too. Um, same thing. Uh, Justin Glaze and Susie Evans. So Justin Glaze yes. was on a recent season stunt of The Bachelorette. Man. He had to be a stuntman. And uh, Susie Evans was the one that uh, Clayton picked. Now, mm. they recently just announced they're dating, and they came all the way here to give us some exclusive content and interviews about their dating life. This is exciting. Yeah. Andrew Firestone and Ivana Firestone, Brett Adams, as Faves. you said. And then Jason Tardick is mm. here as well. So that's the list of the people that have came uh, to Carmel. That's a good uh, mix. It's a good so mix. Honestly, though, here's the thing. One of the things I love about iHeart and being a part of this is, you know, I will meet these people at some point. And it's 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 great because obviously I haven't been a part of the franchise for, I don't know, God, three or four years now. So I don't know so many people that have been a part of the show. And, and when I, you know, obviously I don't watch. And so I don't know the storylines and all that. But when I meet these people, Nine times out of ten, they are unbelievably lovely, and it's fun to kind of add them to the family. I'm excited. There was one one guy. I forget who it was one. Of the, he was. I think he might have been the Bachelor or something. He lives in Austin. Zach, um, maybe Zach. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. I want to hear about the one out of ten time stories. Oh, well, I mean, you for another are, time. For another yeah, time. No, there's. I mean, look. Even you know, people always ask me, and I'm sure they asked you guys. Do you like everybody or who's, you know, and most of the time I liked the bachelor. I like the bachelorette, but there's always those outliers that you just don't get along with. Like, like it's impossible. We've met thousands of people at this point after 20 years. Yeah. You know, they're not all great. They're there's not all a good lot people. more people that I like than I don't like, but there's definitely people that I have would prefer never to see again. Like who? 
Give us one name. Give us one name. <laughs> Can't do that. I, I'm not that guy. Uh, but I, I felt like we just made eye contact. We're thinking of the same person. I think I'm we, thinking of the same guy. Either. Let's <laughs> say it on three. <laughs> one, two, three. Well, oh, oh, damn it. I didn't know <laughs> we were going to jokingly answer that. Um, but no, for I the most part, answer anyways, I, don't I think care. Wells is worn out as well. Come, yeah, let's be honest. He's, he's been around a while. Kind of a but dick. It's going to be a good group. You can look forward to good content. I'm actually excited because I've been with them and they love the show when you were on the sh- when you were there. And they're very funny and they're, they have so much energy and they love getting together so much. They're very sweet women uh, who are just going to have a blast here and double down the amount of wine that you and I could drink together. They will consume on their own. Um, You want to talk about Disney. Okay. When does it become weird that six adults (laughs) with no kids are at Disney with with the shirts and the ears and all that, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not judging. I'm just saying. You're asking questions. Yeah. Can I ask a question in return? <clears throat> no. Dean, <laughs> Dean, just gut instinct, six adults at Disney with, with no kids. I think it really depends on the amount of times that you go. If you're going once a week, yeah, that's weird and bad. Not okay. bad. I don't want to say bad. You Disney adults are cool. Um, I, I will say once out of every 10 years, maybe it's okay. Yeah. You're telling me. LZ, if yes. you were like, we're going to go to Disney. Oh, zero chances she's going to Disney. We don't like we don't like crowds. We don't like amusement. No. But if you had a plaid, which literally I know chauffeurs what, yeah. you through the back yes. to all the rides, you're in and out of those things. No, I, look, I, I've talked to LZ about this. We, I feel like she's a Disney girl. Oh, God, no. Um, <laughs> we like Disney movies and stuff like that. I mean, we're not anti-Disney, but we would never go to Disney World or Disneyland. That would be our nightmare. I will tell you this. It was... Uh, that would a be blast. a nightmare. So what we did was uh, we did have the whole tour thing. Yeah. We got to ride all the rides and then we drank around the world at Epcot one day. It was a really fun trip. We, I went, so I mean, my kids grew up around Disney because obviously when I started the show, the kids were born ABC, Disney, same family. So I got the benefit of seeing it through my kids' eyes and in all seriousness, I loved it and we got to do some crazy things, Disney cruises and all that. I... I just know it's one of those things. I'll never go back. Interesting. Because I just make well, my kids are in their twenties yeah. now, and it may, unless maybe my grandkids go or something, but yeah, I I I wouldn't go as an adult. I don't think. I think after going, I I would only say the reason we want to go back, it's kids, would be unless we had uh, a guide again. Yes, because all we we actually played a game where we had a drinking game about how many kids we saw, uh, one on leashes, and then two crying. Yeah. And it looked it looked like a terrible day for a parent. Like unless your kids are at a certain age, it looks like a really. It's a bad, nightmare. No, a nightmare it's a nightmare. It's, ex- it's an expensive nightmare, and you're doing this, and you get back to the hotel, you're like, "Why did I just spend yeah. twenty grand?" Yeah, I, I gotta say, after hearing both of you guys talk about it, I'm more on your side now. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever go to Disney unless it's like a work function or for whatever that means. If a friend's out of town visiting and they're like dying yeah. to go, then maybe I would go. But I would never, uh, you know, ask Kaylin if she wants to go to spend a weekend at Disneyland. There, it is. It is still a magical place. Yeah, I will. I like there is moments like on Guardians of the Galaxy where I felt like a kid again. Uh, there were rides that I got very scared for or very nervous for. Uh, it's a different perspective, but I would still I would encourage anybody to go as an adult. I think Jessica and I, even if it was just the two of us, would have had a great time. Yeah, because we without the ate, plaid. We, we, well, <laughs> it's hard to say. The plot is really nice. There's no lines. You get to ride the ride. It is, is wild. I mean, you feel a little guilty. I, Lauren and I have had this discussion too, where, you know, it was my, my ex-wife and the kids and we'd be there and it, it was kind of, you had to tell the kids cause you kind of go in through the exits and you know, you're standing across and everyone's been standing in line for hours. They're giving you the death stare. And I'm like, don't, don't look at them. Just don't yeah. look at them in the eye. You're just, we're just, let's get on. <laughs> let's just act like nothing. Nothing's out of normal here. Cause you really feel very small and horrible you, you but not are. so much that you won't do it no i did it <laughs> i did it you guys want to hear the story that i i haven't shared yet but i'm i'm pretty fearful of roller coasters and it took me a bit to kind of get into them but we went on the tower of terror which is maybe my most fright- not a roller coaster you're just bouncing up and down in yeah. a chair yeah they're but dropping like definitely you. the ride i was most nervous for that i was hoping nobody wanted to go on yeah. but they did so i'm in the back and i'm like this this isn't my thing like i i don't enjoy this uh the heights and everything and so i'm sitting in the back of the ride and the door is closing. And what to Chris's point is, you do come through the exit. So everybody's kind of mad at you or they're staring at you and they're like, this is stupid. 
And there's this little girl. She can't be any more than 10 years old. She looks at me as the doors close. This is not a joke. You can ask anybody. And she goes, hey, you. Hey, you. And I look up. She goes, you're going to die tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. God. No way. No, I don't believe God. that. You can ask Wells, Brett. Say so they all heard it, and I'm in the back, and I, they already knew I was nervous, and they all look at me, and I'm like, so they look past I want to get on and make eye, yes. eye contact with you, dude. That's like some like shining stuff. Yeah. That's that's crazy. And her parents were next door. I think she was just very angry that we cut the line, and I think she was trying to get back at me. But I thought it's not even the ride. Like I'm going, I'm going to haunt you. I'm going to kill you. It looked yeah. like you guys had the whole ride to yourselves, though. Yeah, of course they did. We did. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that's, that's just what a, what a bunch of elitists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look. It, Looked like y'all had fun. I just, I don't know, man. I just, like, if you called me and said, hey, like, well, Sarah, Jess and I are going, I'm like, yeah, no, like, we'll meet you guys for dinner. What would yeah. it take? Love you. What would it take to get you, minus the grandkids, what would it take, do you think, to get you to Disneyland? A massive amount of money. <laughs> like, it would be, be a huge endorsement deal, which I don't think is going to happen now after this endorsement. <laughs> I just, I, I did it. But, it, you know, it was a phase of my life with my kids, and it was, I will say, I get it. Like, I, I saw it through their eyes, and when you do see it through your children's eyes, you know, we, we you go through the phases, too, of, the first time you go, you're not even really going on rides as much as, oh, let's go see the princesses. Let's go see Mickey Mouse. You do all that. And then you go, you know, the small rides, teacup, and then you graduate to the roller coasters. Yeah. And I will say Disneyland and Disney World are very different. Yeah. yeah. When you're with a plaid, as you call it, um, you kind of are just in a van all day. You drive a mm -hmm. lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you're Disneyland, you just, you go Walking into the park everywhere. and you're there all day. But so you're like, oh, we want to go on this ride. You drive to the back of that ride and you go. Yeah. And it's, it is. It's heaven. It's I see. Only, the, it's. Phenomenal. I see the marketing material now. After they hire you, the bunch of quick shots you having fun at the very end. Disney. Even Chris Harrison likes it now. <laughs> yeah, we've convinced go. them. So maybe I can be convinced. Sarah, Sarah, and my wife are like huge Disney kids. Yeah, like they're just grown adults that love Disney. They they're know every song. Yes. Yeah. They are. They find magic in seeing everything there, and I. I really had a good time. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected, and another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives, and not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives, and and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So, I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. 
Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I want to bring up a subject. Okay. Because I've never talked about this. Uh-oh. Ever. And I want to know if you remember this. Me? Yes. Okay. Dean. So we're in paradise. Um, did, you, did you do paradise just once? Uh, I did a second time. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if it was first or second, but so you, so what happens is when we get to rose ceremony, it's four or five in the morning, whatever. And we separate the men and the women, right? Cause we're about to go into the rose ceremony. And if you remember in paradise, I don't know if it's still like this, but they would choose each other. And so you had to separate, finish up interviews and all that. So the women would be taken like up to the dinner area, their little gathering the, where the bar is. And the guys we'd usually kind of take down to the beach where Wells is at the bar. And, um, and so we're down at the beach. I'd come hang with you guys. So we had like an hour, you got to turn the room around and get the, you know, cameras set and the director's taking a look at the lights and all that. So there's like an hour and a half where we're just killing time. And so we're all really tired. And so you and I are down there, we're standing together at the beach and you say to me, it's like, and again, it's so late and we're tired and you go, so you have enough money to retire, right? Do you remember I, do, this? I remember this. Do you remember exactly. this conversation? I do, yeah. I do. So why I, do you do this? And I, that's what he said. And I said, yeah, Dean. I said, you know, I honestly probably could, you know, step away and live a pretty good life. And you go, so why do you do this? Why, why are you still working? And that has stuck with me, man. It's, Did it haunt you? Did that like, question kind of haunt you? Yeah, kind of like that little girl who said she's going to murder you. Yeah. Um, I was like, huh? And you know, my initial reaction was, and my answer was, yeah, I honestly like what I do. Um, I enjoy TV. I like making TV. But at the time I thought, you know, maybe I don't like I'm, I'm on this beach at four in the morning with a bunch of people. Some of my like drunk 23 year old, yeah, drunk 23 year olds. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm away from my kids. I'm away from my family. And I, I don't think I was married at the time, but I'm like, if I was dating anybody, I'm away from whoever I'm dating and you know, I'm not going to date anybody and at the Vedanta. So it's like there, you know, it's, it's like a weird lonely month. And that's how I spent my life was separate lonely months of just traveling around the world. And I'm like, it really stuck with me. And so I asked Dean, I said, well, if you could walk away, would you? And I don't know if you remember what you said, you uh -huh. said, yeah, man, if I could like make enough money to live for a month or so, I'm going to, I'm going to drop out and go live for a month. Yeah. And then I'll come back and make enough to live for another month. And I thought, what kind of like how Kalen resents you for how free <laughs> I, I thought this guy really has it figured out. Maybe no. like, and maybe I'm like on this, I'm like a gerbil on this like treadmill. You want to know what, so about that. So the first time I did the show, the first few times I did the show, I would just resort to drinking the whole time. Cause yeah. you know, you have a lot of downtime and, you're around a bunch of people that you kind of know, but don't know super well. So you just drink just to like ease the tension or whatever that season. I wasn't, I didn't drink an ounce of alcohol. And so I was around all these drunk people the whole time. And so all, I didn't want to listen to anyone talk. So I was just like literally sitting there thinking all the time. And then it just hit me. I was like, hey, what, what is he, why, what, what is he doing this what for? What is he doing here? <laughs> why is he staying in a suit and tie on a beach? <laughs> yeah, in the middle of a monsoon, like yeah. we're on a monsoon hold right now. Oh my gosh, that's funny. But you did, I mean, you gave the best answer possible. And I, I do see your point. Like if you really love doing it, that's great. But you, you, I mean, I think where I was coming from with it was you've done it for so long. You've already yeah. kind of like established and proven your worth and all that stuff. And like, if, if I was, I think what I was actually thinking was if I was in your position, I would just 
golf every single day. And I know you love golf too. So that's kind of what I was coming from. But you know, what's funny is, so when I left the show and I decided to part ways with them, I thought about that question and I, cause I had such relief and Ben and I've talked a little bit about this, about that, that weight off my shoulders. And I really, you know, and I've, I've mentioned before how things were very toxic and you guys are, know what was going on and, and all the things behind the scenes. Um, and so, yeah, it was, a, when I left, I'm like, you know, the, those words kind of stuck with me. I'm like, why was I there? Like, I, I, I wasn't happy. I was kind of, I kind of lied to myself and lied to other people of how happy I was. And I realized later he's right. Like I love doing what I do for a living. I, I enjoy this passion of TV, but that wasn't it anymore. And, and it's, it was really weird how that, like that really hit me. And I, I, it, I was even thinking about it in the shower this morning because I knew you and I were going to be talking. And I remembered that. And I'm like, he was right. Like I wasn't happy. And but, I was thinking, did he know I wasn't happy at the time? <laughs> you know, did, was he looking into my soul? Uh, um, and so I was, it was really interesting how I, I never told you how much that stuck with me. And I don't know if you said it flippantly or if you actually meant to have that deep of a conversation. Well, I, it's kind of hard to pull away from everything that was going on to try to have, but I was genuinely just curious yeah. about it. I'd, I remember the first time we met too, I walked up to you, we were at the bachelor mansion and I was like, Hey Chris, how are you? like, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but Demario and Rachel were yeah. having their whole big thing. He came back to the mansion. Everyone's outside. And I walked up to you and I was like, Hey Chris, how's it going? And you look me dead in the eyes and you go, Dean, I'm doing real, really well, man. How are you? And I was like, how the f- does he know my name? <laughs> <laughs> how does he have any idea who I am right now? Um, and that, that's really stuck with me a lot too, actually funny enough, but I remember I got back into the mansion later that night and uh, one of my buddies who I was like kind of buddies with at that point was like, uh, he thought I was a producer plant because he's like, I'm pretty sure Chris doesn't know anyone's name here except for yours. And I was like, that's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I, I remember, you know, especially back in the day, I would, I used to get a book on everybody. They'd give me a book and I would memorize everybody's name, where they're from. I, I used to have a picture, but then I kind of went by the wayside and then I would just get to know people through the, through the show. And, and inevitably the producers would obviously tell me, Hey, there's this guy, Dean. We really like, they would tell me who the front runners were, mm. you know, of who we thought it was. It, it didn't always turn out that way, but they're like, Oh, this Ben guy is going to be really good. Um, but yeah, it was in, in some people you just get to kind of hit it off with more than most. And that night one, I would, you know, usually kind of walk through the house, get the vibe and kind of see some people. And then the producers would tell me to get the hell out. They're like, I'm bug, you know, I'm bugging everybody and ruining the mood or whatever. Um, but I was curious with Ben, if you could walk away right now, I don't know what your number is. If you could last for a month and then like go back in a month and start working, well, like let's, walk say, away let's from say, what? let's say, let's say, I don't know. Let's say a general number is like 12, 12 million. Let's say you, you hit mm-hmm. that 12 million mark. Mm-hmm. That's my number. Would you walk away from what? Every, like everything, everything, everything. and just kind of chill. Yeah. No. And maybe just keep your passion project, whatever you truly love, or do you love no. what you do? Um, Generous would hundred percent stay. Okay. The coffee would hundred percent stay. I dream like one day of doing that when I'm like, and okay. like people ripping it from my hands. Yeah. Um, everything else. Like if, if I hire said, Hey, here's 12 million bucks. I'd probably say, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> You're yeah, good. Not like, podcast anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Like, um, that'd just be nice. Uh, so if anybody wants to do that, it'd be great. But there's a few things in my life that would stay, but not, I, you know, I think for me, what's happened and, Oddly, and as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about this. You had like a very successful career. You had built something. You were you were known. You were cru- you know you crushing. You're in it, and you easily could have said, "Hey, I'm done," and everybody had been like, "Well done." Like you put your heart and soul yeah. into this thing, right? There really isn't that for me right now. Like there isn't that generous is yeah. the closest thing to it. The podcast has been going on for eight years. It's getting close to what I feel like. Hey, if anything were to happen to it, or if like it ends, then maybe somebody would say that was a good run. Like you did well there. You worked hard right. on that. You, you busted it for it. Um, it's getting closer and closer. It feels like something that could stick with me, but I don't have that thing right now necessarily. They're all pretty new and, and, um, and so I don't know what to be walking away from. Yeah. I'll admit I got competitive there. Yeah. I have, I'm a hugely competitive person. Um, whether we're golfing, playing checkers, whatever. I'm just, I've always been competitive. I hate losing. And so I definitely got caught up in that of partly I enjoyed the show, but also I enjoyed like hosting Miss America and getting, 
you know, the next thing and the next thing I'm, I've always like been a chaser of things. That's always been my MO, um, to this day. I'm, I'm always chasing things that that's where, I, I don't know if that's where I get my happiness, but I'm definitely happiest when I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time just shutting it down. Like I had I, to rip it away two years ago when I went through, I mean, I moved back home, even when Jessica and I were dating, I moved back home because it was like that time that we've, Mm-hmm. Well, Dean and I have experienced probably where you're like the bachelor and then stuff isn't getting, you're not getting calls anymore. And right. You're not getting the opportunities you used to. And like, it was an identity crisis where stuff was, it felt like I was trying to be competitive, but nothing was working. Like nobody was responding to anything. And that was hard. And so that took about six months for me to kind of reposition and find something new. So I, I, it, what are you now? Like, what is, what is that competitive? Like, where's your outlet? Well, I, there was a part of me, a really sick part of me that when everything happened, I kind of got excited again. Huh. Um, it took a minute, but to start over, like to start from ground zero, I can start, I can do anything now. Yeah. Um, and, and look, yes, there was the cushion of, I had 20 years worth of very great success and money and all that, but I was able to kind of reinvent myself and figure out what I really want to do. And that, that to me is exciting. I love a blank slate. I love that exciting. Like there was, I remember there was a, a long time ago, um, that there was a show deal or no deal that Howie Mandel was doing. They were moving it into syndication and, um, and there was other, this, this other game show and they had asked me to come in and audition and I, and I hadn't auditioned in a while. I just typically what happens was, I mean, I hate to say this, but when you get to that level of the bachelor and when you're doing all that stuff, usually you just get a call like, Hey, we want you to host Miss America. Hey, will you host, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? That stuff is a pro they approach you. You're not approaching them. And so there was a show and they had me audition for it. And I had to, you know, read the sides and go through the, uh, the process. And I was, I was nervous and I was excited and I hadn't had that much fun in a long time. And just that fear of failure and the ability to fail I think is a very exciting thing to me. It's enticing. It's why I like golf. It's why I like playing in these celebrity things is walking on that tightrope and not having a net below you and really being able to fall on your face is exciting to me. Um, I don't know the, the have being so nervous, you can barely stand it and having to go out and perform is fun to prove to yourself. You can do it and to harness that and to walk out in front of an audience or do whatever and you know you're good at what you do and to actually do it, to me is phenomenal. I love that. I still get off on that. I had this therapist a long time ago. This is kind of uh, tangential here, but I had this therapist a long time ago who said uh, to me, obviously, that I like to dig myself into a hole just to see if I can get myself out of it. Yeah. Not saying that's what you're doing, but there is something to be said about, um, like like for you, you're saying the grind never stops. Like you're always excited to achieve new things and that types of stuff. Yeah. For me personally, I know no one asks, but I'll answer the question anyways. Um, I feel like I'm looking for a generous or I'm looking for something that I can like wake up for, wake up and, and be excited to, to accomplish that day. And it hasn't hit me yet, but I have gotten to this point now where, you know, you come off the show and I'm sure you experienced this too, where pe- brands are just going to give you money for posting a picture. You don't have to work especially hard for it. Yeah. You just have to do what they ask and then they'll pay you. And it's like, it, it's in me, at least over the past couple of years, it's embedded this like laziness in me where I'm just like, Oh, I don't need to do anything. This brand is just going to give me money for posting a picture. So what, what does it matter? Right. It's, and it's gotten frustrating. But it's like, not I, feeding you. I, oh, not at all. Yeah, it's not I've feeding gotten, your I'm soul. Like, really disappointed in myself because I don't have yeah. like that fire that I once had a long time ago when I was living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, if I didn't get paid one week, I wouldn't be able to pay rent. So like, if you had a dream, like you're like, okay, Dean, here's $10 million, go start this. What? Yeah. What do you, what, no, what, that's exa- what would that be? I ask myself you? that every single day yeah. when I went on the bachelorette, I quit my job and I was like, in one year, I'll have my dream figured out. Yeah. And it's been six years now, seven years now. It's crazy. And I, that's why I'm so envious of you guys who have been able to find your niche or your, whatever it is and, and really just lean into it and be successful at it. You know? Well, and part of that is just, I had a friend say, hey, like this is, you're never going to do this thing well. Like this is never, if you try to stay relevant and if you run this race, you've never been made for this. You've got to, you've got to find something that could be yeah. bigger than yourself. When he's right. I mean, eventually it, it is a roller coaster ride. It, you know, yeah. what goes up must come down. It's yeah. like, and so yeah, I agree. It's like trying to chase that relevancy is impossible. 
you know, but I, I, I will take umbrage of, of, I, you're going to stay relevant. Like you are the rest of your life. You're going to be relevant to a certain degree. It won't be the super hot, you know, that, that you were, but you're always going to be relevant. Both of you are like, so you're always going to have a modicum of fame and a modicum of, of acknowledgement in that way. It's just how you use it. And it, that will change. And it, that's, that's something I learned a long time ago. I came to it from a very different place than you guys did because you guys were shot out of a cannon. Yeah. You know, y'all went from zero to a thousand With no miles work an hour. being done. Like that was right. maybe the hardest part. We, we didn't, we don't have any tangible skill sets. That well, it wasn't, to- I, I would, well, I mean, that's, that's cutting yourself short. Both of you. The problem is what I found interesting in watching you guys. And, and, and I say you guys in the plural of everybody on the show, I had a steady ascent. So I had a, a wonderful foundation and that was honestly easier for me because I have a foundation of television. I've been doing it for over 30 years from broadcasting and majoring in it. When you guys were shot out of a cannon, it was almost unfair because like, well, y'all don't have the foundation. So you had to quickly start building something that you weren't even aware of. You didn't even know what you were building. Mm -hmm. And so I admired that in both of you that you found a niche and you've both held onto it very well and built businesses around something that you know, it, I know people listening to this go, oh, well, it's so easy. I was like, he was on a show and he did this and he did this. It's like, no, man, think about how many people have flamed out, how many people have gone by the wayside and you guys have not. And I admire that. I really respect both of you for that. And, and, you know, Kalen the same way. And some of these others who have come through the show and, and Becca and who have really made a life out of something that didn't start that way. Yeah. And that's not easy. I got to say, Becca might be doing the best out of any of us. Crushing it. She's Girl's crushing killing it. it. Yeah, she's she is. It. It, you know, and it's honestly, it's easier for women. Yeah, it is much easier for women to do brand endorsements. They get thrown a lot more. Um, I don't sell anything. Like yeah. I don't know what people want me to sell, but like my wife can sell a bajillion <laughs> yeah. products, and I do the same thing. And it's like two people. Lauren like, does a lot more than yeah. me. Yeah, you know, and and I have ten times the followers. Yeah, but it's the women have you know because those are the purchasers. Those are the people that are buying yeah. things. And um, but yeah, I mean. I, I'm excited for my next chapter. Uh, there is, uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys, there's some exciting stuff coming up very soon. Goodness gracious. Very That's soon. That's the best tease we've ever gotten. Can we just end on that? Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm really, I, I haven't been this excited in a long time. And Can you expand any more to, on it? Well, I'll say this to your point. I thought about your question. I do love what I do. I'm very excited to get back to it. And, but I learned from my mistakes of, don't just do it to do it. Don't don't just jump into something. I want to be happy and I want to love what I'm doing. And so I was able to find a passion project and something I truly love and and do this with the woman I love. And uh, I I cannot wait. There is something very imminent, very exciting nice. uh, on the horizon. I haven't talked to anybody about it. They're like literally, you two are the only one outside the uh, outside of my bedroom that I've talked to this about, but are you, do you have a lot of energy right now? Like, are you, yeah, like I'm, on, you, I'm on a high right now. Okay. Yeah. It's I'm really excited. I haven't been this excited in 20 years. That's awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. Let's go. Well, and you and Lauren are kind of a power couple too. I would say like, she's always been a great broadcast. No, this Lauren. No, not, I, okay. I, yeah, I, I knew I was going to say yes. You were looking at me like you were mad at me. You were messing up that bad. No, 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 no. You guys are like, no. she's so, she's so good at what she does. And obviously you had uh, 20 years is an incredible run for anything. So yeah. no, she's a badass. And, um, in my dream and you talk about what you want to love. And I was like, if I do something, I'm, I'm doing it with you. Yeah. Like I, I n- never again will I, and I, I hate to say never, cause my mom always taught me not to. So it always rings in my ears when I say that word, but, um, you know, I'm not going to be alone on the road ever again, living that life. Uh, it was a, it was a very empty life. I was very blessed. And, and I, people have heard me say this many times. I loved what I did. I am not at all begrudging that life. It was wonderful and it changed my life, but I'm not going to go back to that. I have the choice now to not go back to it. I guess nice. that's what I should say. And you owe it all to me. I do. <laughs> and when I say you, I mean, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, just before we go, I do have a funny story because I'm, I'm so excited for you. I mean, you know that I think you're the best to ever do it. Um, so whatever this next thing is, I think it's going to be awesome. You. But thank you. Um, I want to know if this is true, because if, if it's not, I've lied to Hannah who works on our show. Okay. Um, we just recently rented out the bachelor mansion and did a whole kind of similar thing there. We brought in a lot of cool people, did a lot of interviews in one night. 
And we specifically, uh, our room for Almost Famous was a closet. And I said, I think this is where Chris used to sleep oh. uh, on the first night. Oh, the, that on front door, two rights. No, right upstairs. Oh. The master bedroom closet. Master bedroom. Is, was yeah. I wrong or is that no, true? No, 100%. That was... Like life was so janky back in the day. Like I, towards the end, I got a trailer okay. and stuff like that. But in the beginning, when we first started shooting there, we did stuff so on the cheap. And and so we would use that master closet and as, as not only a dressing room, but it was the only place I could hang where I knew no cameras would come, nobody would come in. And so I would just lay pillows down and I would climb under in the closet under the racks and that's where i'd sleep that's <laughs> until they got me they were shocked the team was shocked i was like i think this is <laughs> I, I think this is what chris was telling me is the room that he was yeah, in gina and carrie gina obviously wardrobe and carrie uh my no. wonderful makeup or sorry by, by vice versa back, back carrie wardrobe gina wardrobe, my makeup yeah. artist for many many years um and so yeah we'd hang out in there and just sit and talk and so good. i would go to sleep and uh, that was 100 percent slept in that closet so many nights and that's when i thought what am I doing? I'm living the dream. Life? That's like, what, what I thought. I I'm living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living it. This is it, man. Uh, and uh, you guys, obviously, you rented it from a friend of mine. Yeah. You know, I know the owners of that house. Shy? Um, or there's two of them. Oh, there is? Yeah. And so they 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 own that house. So their son went to high school with my son. Mm. And they played lacrosse together. So it was really funny. The, the year-end lacrosse party was at the mansion. Mm. Oh. But it was at Marshall. So Marshall is my friend, yeah. Herodin, is who owns that house. And so Marshall and, you know, I was there and I, wa I was like, this is really weird. But was it set up like a house? Yes. Oh, so like their TV is there. They're, they're, I've never seen it unbachelorized. Yeah. I've only seen it. So I was, it was, I'm like, oh, don't. Don't sit there. Don't yeah. do not want to go in that hot tub. I'm like, guys, everyone just you know, everyone keep your hands up. But it was really weird to go in and like have dinner at their house and just hang out. It was so weird, like just very meta. Worlds colliding. It was weird to be there. Um, I'd never seen it unbachelorized either. It was very weird. To no, but be it there. wasn't. It was kind of bachelorized when we were there. There's wasn't no it? furniture. The place was empty. Sure, sure, but it wasn't. A, it wasn't a home. It'd be weird no. to go back. Do they still shoot there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they I do. Think so, yeah. so they still shoot the show, like yeah. the first couple. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah, it'd be weird to go back. I mean, I know Marshall really well, and I, you know, it'd be weird to be back. I don't know what it would feel like. It felt weird for me. There was a lot of memories. I was, yeah. Jess was there. So I was kind of showing her around and then, yeah, I mean, it's the start of, you know, the next chapter of your life for, for, you know, yeah. at least the people sitting in this room, yeah. every one of us showed up to the, that mansion. would be weird. If you and Jess had sex at the mansion. Yeah. You know, How do you know we didn't? And you know, did you, I hope you did, <laughs> but what if you knocked her up and you like, you like conceived your baby at the mansion? In the closet that Chris Harrison the Chris yeah. <laughs> it, Underneath the rack of clothes. Yeah. All right. Hey, we got to get to dinner. We have a big week come uh, a big week of content coming out with some incredible people. Uh, again, we're in Carmel, California. Uh, I gave you the list of people that are here. It's going to be really fun. We got to get to dinner with everybody, though, and say hello. This is going to be fun dinner. It's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. It's always weird, awkward, fun. And then everyone is, it's that first kind of like yeah. four or five minutes. Where everyone's like, Hmm, what do I do with my hands? And then we kind of have a cocktail and then it's, it's going to be great. And then, then all of a sudden it's four in the morning. And it's a lot of our friends. It is. It's going to be a great time. Like we, you know, when we did this uh, in Santa Barbara, it was the greatest ever. Hey, yeah. cheers guys. Cheers. Everyone raise a glass. Boys, always good to see you. Love you guys. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning into suckers. Almost famous. And the most dramatic podcast ever. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide.
Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.